0: What happened? Oh, the, 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 these hippie weirdos, they, they they broke into my house. Hey, is everybody okay? Well, the f***ing hippies aren't. That, that's for damn sure. But I'm fine. Just when I thought I was out, they pulled me back in. That's my corn out there. You guys are guests in my corn. No, this is no good. We're going for a ride. This is The Brian Suits Show. Sad. So sad. It's bad news. To be after battling, apparently, uh, stomach cancer for a year and a half, uh, dying uh, overnight, according to his family. I bet you never and, uh, heard This was his first big hit. It's a great song. If you ever check out the, the video, uh, I I, I want to say it was like uh, 14 years ago.
1: Maybe even longer ago. That's yeah. when he was rocking the full big mullet. mullet. <laughs> Huge mullet, <laughs> I mean, Glorious mullet.
0: Yeah. Uh, he he was a uh, a meteor on the country on the country charts and of course the uh, the fireworks song the post 911 song about where a boot should go and the whole thing was very popular in the military and very popular on the the country circles and so and I mean I, I mean I'm not I don't don't want to reduce everything to politics but he himself said hey I made that song after 9 11. And he, he he said he had no idea how polarizing it would be, and this is how polarizing it is. This is what, what's so funny. Guy dies, and and on Morning Joe, the the show of of record of the Democratic Party, they didn't mention it for two hours on Fox. You know they've been doing bumpers uh, in and out of uh, commercial sets and and all that. Obviously, it's You know, you, right? down, you um, and. Yeah. Yeah, so I mean it's funny, like even even in in death, polar they the MSNBC can't bring themselves because pretty significant country artist. And you know, if it was Megan the Stallion, they'd be all all over it. But, yeah,
1: I learned uh, some biographical facts about Toby Keith this morning. He was a former rodeo hand, an oil rigorous, semi pro football player. And according to the Washington Post, he had become the rowdy king of country music, sold tens of millions of records, 40 million, in fact. Red Solo Cup. It's Wow. I mean, that's pretty impressive. And I, I have to say, I don't follow country music that closely or country music culture. I didn't even know he was sick. Only 62. Very um, tragic.
0: Yeah. It was something that he had uh, mentioned on Fox News like nearly uh, a year ago. And, uh, yeah, he was a... Um, uh, roused about went right from high school into the Oklahoma oil fields, and which is sort of like being um, a, a lumberman on the peninsula or something, and uh, and the, just the 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 unadulterated, unfiltered you know love of country and freedom and the whole thing and singing about it makes him automatically a target for the left and and you know uh, redneck number one on on MSNBC. And so, like I say, they were they were loath to even bring it up. But it took two hours and fifty minutes, or fifty five minutes, something. Like, so I have some conspiracies for you, um, Roger Goodell uh, speaking to one of them. You can you can imagine what that one would be, and um, and and more. But I I put some work into today's morning montage, and so for your enjoyment, folks, here's what we're going to unpack uh, during the course of today. We should debate for the good of the country, so... Ice source is telling Fox News several of the illegal migrants suspected of beating up those cops in Times Square, apparently apprehended in Phoenix. There is no way that I could have scripted that one. Let's just put it that
1: way. But she is, um, or anybody in our office, she's she's an, a remarkable performer. She knows great entertainment. Where an
0: Amazon Prime truck and is teetering on the edge of a hillside. We're driving southbound on I-5 when their vehicle was hit by gunfire. You can see here, this is the Mercer Street exit. The last thing that boy knew- Needs is another black headline about the 737 max. What, which month is life history month? Trump never came close to passing. It's called the pay up ordinance. Neither of the two Seattle city council members who originally championed it. They're not going to order it. and it's definitely backfiring are still currently on the council. I
1: Nice fade. That's yeah, a poignant fade. It's a pro fade, right there. So
0: um, anyway, it's an auto setting on Adobe Audition. It's called fade out. And uh,
1: no, no, uh, no, you worked extra hard for that.
0: That's right, I worked extra hard. Uh, you know what I did? You know, my my only occasion to edit was uh, today. That you know, the Iowa basketball feen- female basketball phenom, Caitlin Clark.
1: Yeah, didn't she get run over by a fan who stormed the court after oh, really. a game? Oh, I didn't see that. But
0: she was they were playing Minnesota and she I mean she can get up. She get she blocks shots and stuff. And the great ESPN play-by-play uh play-by-play guy uh, Gus Johnson, he 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 made the one letter slip up. He was trying to say he was talking about the Minnesota score, I forget her name, but she gets her shot blocked. But he didn't say that, but he did correct himself.
1: And Brianna Alexander had her shot lock. or shot blocked, excuse me, inside.
0: So, I don't know if that clears it up, but if you, if you repeat it, but say it correctly. I don't know. Do, do they? I guess they're broadcasting without a delay because it's live sports. Is that the deal? Could be. I would, uh, I, sorry, but it's one letter off from shot. Okay, so there, there's that. Um, so, yeah, great conspiracy theories, a, a bad one and a good one. Let's start with a bad one. Because, I mean, if 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 you know anything about Roger Goodell, the commissioner of the uh, NFL, he's a loathsome individual. Yesterday was the media day for the superb owl. And it, it goes from the predictable and boring, like Brock Purdy and Patrick Mahomes. And, and, and I mean, th- this is where it's absolutely insinuating itself everywhere you don't have to ask brock purdy about taylor swift or uh, unless you do i guess if it comes down to it brock and it's late in the fourth quarter are you prepared to disappoint taylor swift that was a real question i does anyone care to hear his answer guess what it's yes i i want to win yeah, I might steal her away from uh, from Travis Kelsey or, or something. I mean, what's he going to say? He just got married or something, didn't he? Uh, I'm Eng- not sure. I, last I
1: read about Brock Purdy, he still had a roommate in San Francisco and was slumming it a little bit.
0: Um, and, his, and his brother moved in with him because his brother was transferring to San Jose State until Arizona hired away the coach. And so now he's not. But that's enough. That's those are all your Brock Purdy uh, fun facts right there. But would he throw a game to not disappoint Taylor Swift?
1: Yes. Is there, no, he will not. So there. You Can go. he make his answer a little tighter next time? Yeah. Are you prepared to
0: disappoint Taylor Swift? Yes. There you go. Learn to live alongside cringe. <laughs> so, uh, so anyway. And, and so, well, but but it is, is it a conspiracy? <clears throat> well, of course, the commissioner would deny it, wouldn't he? At least he does point out that he's not that creative.
1: I don't think I'm that good a scripter um, or anybody on our staff. I, I, I think it's, you know, I listen.
0: I take your word for it. Well, so anyway, what they did reveal is that uh, female viewership this year— for the NFL, and I mean, every bit counts, every bit counts towards you not paying for the streaming of NFL and the whole thing. But female viewership is up 9%. So that's, uh, and yeah, I, I, I thought it would be bigger to be honest, double figures, but it's so narrow. It's females below 25, uh, because female viewership of the NFL is already pretty strong with uh, uh, adult women and stuff. It's uh, the the kids, and so that's uh, interesting. Which makes
1: it all the more hilarious to me that some people actually complain that the camera cuts to Taylor Swift during football games, because if anything, guys should welcome more females enjoying the sport, and their only sacrifice they have to make is about 15 seconds of total airtime. Uh, I know! And it's like, hey, now women who have men that watch far too much football, maybe some of them will come along for the ride.
0: More more Taylor-less peacock. That's that's what we know because I mean that is the way it's going uh at this point. Oh well, what a shocker here in Seattle when you add when the city of Seattle adds a mandatory $5 uh charge for uh gig delivery workers they stop using the app huh yeah so it's so weird and and the funniest part is the two idiots that proposed this uh, got unelected. Andrew Lewis and then what's her name? But uh, no, this is really happening. And the and now the the drivers, the people that deliver your food, can't afford rent in Seattle because it's just too damn expensive. Crash course nice.
1: econ one hundred and one. Hello, <laughs>
0: uh, yeah. It's just different hot spots. But what used to be hot spots feel a little colder these days. I got one. This was one of few orders. Awesome. Thank you. That this delivery worker on this Sunday was offered. And by hot spots, it means that the drivers are lingering down by like Pioneer Square or whatever, waiting for, you know, Asian fast food deliveries. And that's why the guy's like, I got one. And uh, there used to be. A, a big part of their business on Sunday mornings they could count on. Sundays, before the ordinance, we'd be thinking breakfast. Fewer orders, you know, people- Cause you gotta think, Sunday morning, you're living down in downtown Seattle, you're probably a young person, you're probably hungover. So yeah, you know, you, you would sit there in bed and go, uh, yeah, I'll DoorDash breakfast. Well, they love their breakfast. Sunday today, I don't even touch it. They're not gonna order. And it's definitely backfiring since January. So there you go. Um, 13th. I've got nothing. I'm not going to sit here for hours for one freaking order. Chipotle. Hey, hey, hey. Jobs have been a lot of waiting for a little reward. So you might have that hour and you literally only made $8 for that hour. That ordinance was meant to. Im- well, that's not quite the living wage, the Seattle living wage uh, that it was intended to uh, do there. Uh, now is it? I, I got to say, <clears throat> for on Sunday mornings, coming to breakfast in downtown Seattle used to be kind of a cool destination. Bring a newspaper and stuff like go to the J and M or one of those, and and have have some have a breakfast maybe in a place you were the night before. Or so I just I couldn't imagine this like. Just having it delivered and just sitting alone. Just uh, I'm gonna eat my DoorDash breakfast. But it's the spirit of the age. There used to be, and I, I think I think there are a few. Uh there used to be some pretty established breakfast staples in downtown Seattle for, especially like in the fall. That was always when when we had Seahawks uh, season tickets. At that time, FX Macquaries was still open, and breakfast at FX or at J and M or something was always a that was always part of the destination. Was get there early and have a have a good breakfast, you know, downtown.
1: I'm still hung up on the guy saying chipotle. chipotle
0: I know he did chipotle. And, and then then we got HGTV, and we said, what are we getting up at seven a.m. on Sunday for to go to downtown Seattle? The thirteenth.
1: I've got nothing. I'm not going to sit here for hours for one freaking order.
0: Chipotle. Yeah, he did say Chipotle. That's not right, is it? No, Chipotle.
1: Tomato tomato?
0: Um no, it's a spelling thing. He's saying it wrong. Uh, um and uh, d- just like the the idiot uh uh Joe Scarborough, there's a they ha- there's an idiot military uh pundit on MSNBC named Admiral James Stavridis. He's a little five foot five, bald admiral, retired guy, former commander of NATO, um, and his name is not Stravitas, it's Stavridis. You just have to look at it. I went to um, Chipotle a couple weeks ago. What, was that answer? <laughs> it's from Sebastian
1: like? Maniscalco's stand-up routine. What, what did he say? He calls it Chipotle, too.
0: For orders, you know, people, weeks they ago. love their breakfast. Uh, uh, Chipotle, they make a really nice like, burrito over there. It's right there. It's just spelled out for you. Sundays before the ordinance, we'd be thinking breakfast. Fewer orders. You know, people, they love their breakfast. Sunday today, I don't even touch it. And w- w- her, with her with her filthy freaking mouth. They're not going to order. And it's definitely backfiring. Since January 13th. I've got nothing. I'm not going to sit here for hours for one freaking order. Chipotle. Your jobs have... Chipotle. <laughs> love Chipotle. They... But he's playing. It. He being he being a character. Isn't he's he? being Italian. <laughs> um, and uh, yeah, you can't screw up Qdoba unless you don't know what's Qdoba. You, it's be a like, doba. It's a silent Go Qdoba you know, or something. But
1: uh,
0: well, stories we'll get to here in the six a.m. hour. Uh, there, there's a telegram feed I was following. And now, now come to find out the Israelis have taken it down. It was from a IDF, Israel Defense Forces and Israeli Military PSYOP unit. And it was basically snuff videos. Uh, the, the, uh, the PSYOP was because they know that Hamas and Hezbollah and Press TV in Iran, they're all on Telegram, and, and they were subscribing uh, to the feed. But it was all— because again not being covered in the american media not not a big topic uh, here locally but the idf is actually kicking ass they're they're winning pretty significantly um, and they uh, they have wiped out then the uh, i'll take the egyptians as a neutral observer here the egyptians have had observers on the ground with the uh, with the israelis because next in line to fight hamas are the egyptians and the egyptians have said uh, you know their rough estimate is 15,000 hamas dead um, and so anyway, they they had a PSYOP unit whose job is to own the Internet and the whole thing. And they realized after October 7th, it's really time to hit these guys where it lives and their belief that if they die in jihad, they're going to go to heaven and get 72 virgins and the whole thing. And so they were doing all kinds of things that the Israeli military and the American military uh, officially – uh, eschew and and denounce, like, videos of guys rubbing lard, pig lard, on their bullets. Um, and then, because that, that has no effect unless the enemy thinks that your bullets are rubbed, that they're going to be touching pork, which is not halal, um, and, and in, in, in the afterlife, that they're going to be killed with a pork-dipped bullet. And it's a real basic PSYOP and, and the whole thing. And the Israelis have done things like that in the past, like when there was a, a campaign of suicide bombs happening on Jerusalem uh, mass transit, Jerusalem city buses, the uh, Jerusalem Rabbinical Authority authorized uh, Israeli police to hang like little, little satchels or tea bags of pork fat on the buses. And then put a big sign that says, "You know, thinking of thinking of whacking yourself." Well, there's some pork fat, and it worked. It was it was unconventional but effective, um, like things are. But so anyway, the Israelis have taken this uh, this one feed down. But they are. well, what can't be hidden is that they are winning, and that uh, the the Israelis have said, "Look, we're not going to win and go and leave it to the one Hamas that's living, but we are going to stay and." It may not look happy for Biden and stuff. And by the way, not happy for Biden um, is that and, you know. And I guess the the message is that when the Senate didn't release the text of that bill until Sunday night, it was because they didn't want people to group read it. And now Congress has read it, and the the more people have actually read it. And that's what, what what's funny is what's his name from uh, from Oklahoma. Uh, the, the Lankford g- Langford who has been pimping it, has been saying he hasn't read it just yet to read it. What do you mean? Five thousand people get let in. You read the bill. Well, OK. Bill comes up Sunday night. Read it yesterday. It does allow five thousand people to come in and w- wait till you hear the, the wacky thing about what triggers the so-called border closure. Uh, be- because the White House is going in full freak out mode because now that people have actually read the thing. There, there's, you're you're skipping section one, the fun Ukraine part, <clears throat> and going right to the uh, the border bit, and you're finding out that Langford has been either he's been bamboozled, uh, or he's part of it. Um, but uh, it it is a uh, it's a hidden de facto amnesty bill that's hiding behind oh, Biden's stuff on the border, and so they're lashing out this morning, and the, as we know. What what they do is they pick up the phone somewhere in the 5 a.m. hour and they call NBC and then and they will spin up Joe Scarborough, former Republican, current DNC operative. They'll they'll uh, spin his little uh, wind up machine and get him uh, over the top with their talking points and their talking points are, well, Trump didn't do it. And this is the toughest bill you're ever going to get. And. So anyway, uh, we'll, we'll give you a little bit of that when we come back. But what, what specifically uh, is, are they lying about? What, what is the one thing they, they've been busted on that is turning uh, this into just a bad bill? And that if if Trump said don't pass it, if Nikki Haley said don't, don't, don't pass it, they would all be right. And by the way, yesterday on uh, the Dan Bongino show, Trump did issue a challenge to Biden to uh, debate him immediately i mean in other words he's spiking the football in the primaries and we'll hear from up uh here in just a second um back in a second day hey, checking your texting 800-465-8770 uh yes the state patrol will seek to charge at least six in the shutdown i-5 gaza war people thing hey hey idiots You left your cars behind. You drove, you stopped your cars in I-5, then when you cleared the protest, you left your cars there. But anyway, Uh, back in a second, I am 770 KTTH. Was fast. AM70 KTTH Prime Suits here. Prince Harry has uh, landed in London about an hour ago and he winged it uh, pretty fast when the news came out that his dad, the King of England, Charles III, long may he reign, uh, is dealing with a different kind of cancer. He had gone in for prostate cancer treatment that apparently was successful, but in the process, they discovered a different uh, cancer and, and things are moving pretty fast uh, on that one. And so Prince William, who's the, the heir, and Harry, who's the spare, uh, now together uh, in London for their dad. And, well, you know, obviously, you know, we we wish him well and the whole thing. And but we don't
1: know how advanced the cancer
0: is? Appar- apparently not. And, and evidently, the, the, to royal watchers, what you're supposed to know, is William's sons are? Well, they were they were showing the the balcony where they where they spit on the peasants and commoners, and it's it's all boys, all all their all the kids, uh, uh, you know, Kates and Harrys and all that. They they're uh, they're having nothing but boys, and but they're all under eleven, I guess. And so what that means is that worst case scenario, and that's what you have to be prepared for the worst case scenario that way you're only pleasantly surprised by anything that uh, there's no surprises in other words William if Charles if worst case scenario if he has a really aggressive form of cancer and, and he goes then William you know obviously would be the king the problem is in line for the throne are his sons but they're too young so they would they would have to appoint a regent. And if you're if you know your Game of Thrones or how how this stuff works, the regent would most likely be Harry. And the regent is the chap uh, who basically runs royal affairs until the the next in line, the heir, is old enough to pull the sword from the stone or something.
1: I don't get that though because Queen Elizabeth II was pretty young when she took over the throne from her dad, right? And I... right after World War II. <sighs> Prince William's she, 41. She had
0: served in uniform, damn it. Um, yeah, she, right. was a, she was a married woman also. Uh-huh. Uh, she married that kraut, Philip a Battenberg, who changed his name to Mountbatten. Um, not not Lord Louis Mountbatten. He's the one. He was the uncle, and he told Philip, you'll want to change your name <laughs> because, because of the recent unpleasantness. Battenberg is not going to marry Queen Elizabeth, so he changed his name <clears throat> uh, as opposed to his sisters who were married to Nazis. Anyway, aside, 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 and so they're they're young, and so the regent would you know royal uh, handle royal matters, and then and then would hand things off uh, to the royal youngsters like Richard the Third did, <laughs> Shakespearean reference, and it's Black Rod, and for that Roman matter, uh, by the way, Richard the Second was fourteen, uh, and he he's the one who, he had to deal with. Uh, uh, the peasants revolt. I say so. The peasants are revolting. His voice
1: cracking, and the peasants revolt. were Top of the agenda.
0: I, I say you peasants are revolting. I'll say you're disgusting. And um, so anyway, Harry is in London, so he would have. So now all of a sudden, um, he goes from uh, you know that that craphead Harry because he's in Montecito, lives in he's the count of Montecito in California, and it's flooding. And Mon- there was a really nasty. Mudslide in Montecito a couple of years ago and it killed like six people. So he he skies off. He leaves. What's her name? And and their two kids. And he flies off to London. Here's an Englishwoman talking about it. That Harry is able to reconcile at least some of his relationship with his father. We know that they are not in a good place. They have not been in a good place for a very long time. But you know, situations like this are things that help us to really see what's important. What really matters. Thank you for that. Um, but anyway, that's uh, the editor of the obvious news, or, or the Telegraph, or Daily Mirror, or something. But anyway, so you know, uh, obviously it's serious. You know, it, it, your dad is sick, but the prognosis is good until they announce, okay, the prostate cancer is not the issue; it's a different issue. And anyway, stuff <clears throat> stuff is uh, happening in, in uh, back back home where where he, he he he's two doors down from Oprah. Um, and uh, news to me, <clears throat> um, uh, there was an Amazon truck that was perched. It was balancing on a cliff uh, in Montecito Heights, which I, for some reason, I thought was like near Montecito. I thought even Montecito had a higher-end neighborhood. But uh, no, it's in the, the middle of L.A. And uh, Montecito Heights, Amazon truck, killing people. Technical rescue is underway tonight in Montecito Heights, where an Amazon Prime truck delivery truck got stuck in a mud-covered road and is teetering on the edge of a hillside. How does that happen? But uh, anyway, spoiler: they fixed it with a fire truck and then towed it to safety and all that. And, and, if there
1: was any time to use the word precarious in a newscast, this should have been it. A
0: Precar- rather precarious situation on that on those uh, water skiing uh, water uh, water skis. So um. He was able to find a flight out, I guess, last night and the whole thing. That's the extent of my uh, interest in uh, the royal cancer. I mean, besides, you know, obviously sympathy for anyone going through that and the whole thing. But I I I rather think he thought he might be on the throne longer than 18 months. I mean, after, you know, mummy, mummy took whatever, 70 years
1: on the throne? Yeah, so she- For like 52? Oh, what's the term? There's a fancy term when you take over the throne. I, I don't know what it's called, but um, she was anointed uh, at 20, 26 years old, died at 96.
0: <laughs> um, yeah, so I mean, she took forever. And so anyway, when Charles finally gets there and he's like, damn you, Cancer uh well, so uh, anyway by the way, the telegram freed was 72 virgins on telegram and they they do they did some selfies and the idea finally uh, spanked him down. Not gonna lie to you, uh, Greg. I am not uh, logged on to the uh, checking the texting.
1: Neither am I. This is our elevator music while we both log in.
0: Um, and I bet they're good. I bet oh really boy, good, I bet. Are they ever? Um, good ones. Uh, well, so by the way, super important to process. If you don't want to see I five closed down in Seattle again for ceasefire Gaza or save the whales and hold the anchovies, whatever, then you got to prosecute these punks so that people know. That they don't just give you a slap on the wrist in Seattle for shutting down I five and, and interfering with people's lives. Anyway, the state patrol will seek to charge uh, six in the Gaza War protests that shut I five in Seattle. Now, why they couldn't get why why in six hours they couldn't get 30 big guys with sticks to come clear I five, I don't know. That's their business. Uh, but WSP will recommend charging at least six people in relation to the Israel Hamas war protests that shut I 5 for nearly five hours down last month. Um, and additional 10 people involved with the protests, which led to backups extending miles south of Seattle, are still being investigated. Uh, the protests with the blockade of cars and people wait, when the people cleared out, they left their cars in the lanes. Uh, so protesters were, protests were calling for who cares? Okay sea turtles whatever who cares the point is shutting down uh, a public lane is not not a, a protest and i don't know that that's the debate does that make it worth more would would it, they make it more likely i i think if you make it if you make the administrative penalty big enough and and i mean like money um and stuff that 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 would uh not make it uh as as cool as as they might say,
1: an early pass at the checking of the texting from the eight five eight. Brian, I met a cab driver in Nashville that actually gave Toby Keith a ride one time. He said Keith could not have been a nicer, cooler guy. I had no idea he was even sick. Rest in peace, Toby.
0: Um, yeah, and I, <clears throat> I can I can tell you that uh, he he was a, a frequenter downrange uh, in Iraq and Afghanistan, and that he did. Uh, take time to sort of walk out of character, walk around a, a fob or a base or something. And, and by and large, he was kept kept in Baghdad. But uh, he went out to the gigantic American base at, at Baghdad International Airport at Biap, at Camp Liberty. And he just strolled around. And, you know, he was a superstar because he did the boot in your ass song and stuff. But he was absolutely the, you know, the... The uh, you know most down to earth guy and the whole thing. A friend of mine was in the uh, Oklahoma guard and Toby Keith came before they deployed. Toby Keith came to their training facility in Texas and then um, promised him he would see him downrange. And like seven months later, there he was. Um, Downrange and was was a good guy and it's 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 a little thing. It's like sometimes it's a hit and miss. Like this one time they sent like the uh, the best fly fisher from the country music channel's uh, uh, fly fishing show and like two people knew who he was and it's kind of like well why is that get here? Um, but <clears throat> sometimes when someone like Toby Keith who who's who, who, huge in country if you don't know could you know could pack. Uh, an open air amphitheater and all that, and then they would always sing. They'd always, you know, perform, and you know, it was, it was the most captive audience you can imagine. But but no one felt like it was mandatory fun or anything like that. And there were there were some people where it was, uh, well, you know, let's get as many people as we can for this guy, but not not for Toby Keith, um, you know, not for Hootie and the Blowfish, not for Toby Keith, because these are people who could be making money doing a thing somewhere. Um, but they were not. They they took time out and and they came down range. Now that that uh, what's his name Lieutenant Dan band? What's uh,
1: that? Gary Sinise. Yeah, Kid- He rocks the base hard. Yeah, right. <laughs> From the 360— I mean, you're
0: you're required to go when you're when they have to tell. Um, you know the one six one infantry. Hey, you're all going. If you're if you're off duty, you're
1: going to Gary Sinise. You're gonna act like you're really glad he's there. Brian regarding the missile in the garage story, did you catch the Bellevue Police lyrical connection to Elton John's Rocket Man and we think it's going to be a long long time before we get another call like this again.
0: Was that from the Bellevue PD Twitter feed or something? I, I didn't catch that. In whatever it was, the Seattle Times story didn't include the, it, maybe they didn't get it, subtle reference. Uh, yeah, but but I mean, from where? Where was it? Was it organic? Did Belle, did Bellevue PD say that? Must have been of their, their official statement. I'll have to their fact check paper. that one. Huh? Um, and uh, by the way, if anyone caught it, uh, yeah, Marysville PD when they seized the guys that shot up Marysville over the weekend, um, yeah, the one the one guy who dropped his M4 carbine did in fact have the the scope the the optic backward. So. All right, back in a second, um, and uh, more on the uh, border bill right after this, AM770, KTTH. And
1: there's no one there to raise them, if you do.
0: read the bill. I love uh, William read the bill. Bill, bill, bill. I read
1: prefer we have to pass the bill to find out what's in
0: it. I know that 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 that's the only thing better than wait to read the bill. Well, now people, Congress people, <clears throat> people who can read people um, have read the bill and we don't like what we've seen. Like, uh, where is that one? I, I mean, there's so many exceptions. He, here's the thing. New York Times, all, all the usual suspects are out today. No, border deal won't allow 5,000 unauthorized immigrants uh, a day. Republican critics are misrepresenting one provision of a bipartisan deal. Uh, That's a phrase it pays to suggest that it permits 5,000 illegal crossings a day. Um, Well, it de facto does. And this is by uh, Angelo Ficera, a columnist, New York Times. Because the bill says that the emergency authorization to close down the border happens... If you have a daily average of five thousand or more crossings uh, over a week, uh, but wait, there's more. Well, who are they? What's the census? Who are they counting? Because that's one thing where uh, you, you got to read the details. Who are they counting? Who, who's coming in? Who's who is five thousand and one? Where are they from? It, it that number where they closed down the border? So in other words, it would let in one point eight million. I mean, literally, let, let you know, let in all, all oxen free, scot free, five thousand uh, people. But over that, then it would uh, block. It would, uh, it would uh, trigger a automatic border shutdown. Okay, <clears throat> unless, oh wait, yeah, yeah, you love this. Uh, unless you make it a hundred miles into the U.S. <laughs> I mean, that's in there. Either you make it fourteen days or hundred miles in the U.S. and then, when they do the border shutdown and all the the fast track deportation, not you you're 101 miles into Arizona. But who are they counting? Who are they counting? When they count 5,000 a day, when, when it reaches 5,000 a day, counting who? Venezuela? Costa Rica? Honduras? No. You'll find this in, where is the section? It's um, at section 3405. Uh, section II, limitation. Aliens described in subsection Alpha 2, paragraph C from non-contiguous countries shall not be included in calculating the sum of aliens encountered. So in other words, in other words, if you're from not Mexico or not Canada, because those are the, the two contiguous countries with the United States of America, the contiguous 48 are Canada And Mexico, that's not who the problem is coming from. Not 5,000 a day. So, in other words, they've really put their thumb on the scale all over the place on this. Besides, like I say, if they do invoke it, the exception is if you're 100 miles or more. um, Just insane. And there's a congressman, uh, Dan Bishop, from, uh, where is he, from Texas? But anyway, he did a thread, and I'll I'll retweet a, a thread on it. But I mean, it's extraordinary. I mean, it's it's absolutely breathtaking. You know what they did, um, uh, North Carolina, and um, and so the the counter move today is, hey, this is the best deal you're gonna get, and if you don't vote for this, uh, you love Putin, and I mean, th- this is coming right from the committee to reelect the president, that this is the best he's gonna do. I mean, if you like the last two years, uh, wait till this tough border security deal it's it's literally the opposite. and by the way, remember before you invoke my anti-Semitism because I don't like this bill, it was the Senate that put these three things together funding Israel, funding Ukraine, and borders the only way you're gonna get the border security is if you uh if you are not anti-Semitic and you hate Putin. I mean, can. Can we just separate that? Can we just fund Israel and fund Ukraine? That's why they did this. So when they're talking about cynical uh, Republicans that are just waiting for uh, Trump to say no, well, uh, sorry, the best uh, apparently the best countermeasure for cynicism is cynicism because it was cynical to to lump these things all together. Um, and so they, uh, uh, as we learned from Axios. Uh, Biden's favorite performative uh, TV personality is uh, at 6 a.m., 3 a.m. our time, is Joe Scarborough. And so uh, and I don't know how they did this, but I, I got to tell you, I think that the Wall Street Journal that came out with a, uh, an op-ed today saying, look, it's the best you're going to get. So pass it um waving that around and then also I don't think they re- I don't think they read that stuff and also the border patrol union saying it's uh, you know out of a, a giant poop sandwich you got to take a bite we'll we'll back it I bet you by the end of the day they don't because they probably haven't read through it but this a, is-
1: a vote against this bill is a vote for the status quo for at least another 13 months look at this from a very practical perspective uh, with our system of government, you've got an, uh, The executive branch, a Democrat Is the head of, uh, as far as our bicameral Legislature, you have a majority Of senators, yes by the hair of their Chinny chin chin who are Democrat And then you have a slight majority in the House That are Republicans. so you're not going to get A right wing wish list of Everything you want on the border, I, I know mean, Compromise is a dirty word, but you're gambling Here that Trump is going to win the next election And then you'll somehow have a majority in the Senate and in the House, which is a pretty Big gamble.
0: But, but also the short term thing here is this is just a bad bill. It's a lie. It's a bait and switch. It is it is letting 5,000 people in per day. Uh, and, and when Biden could just take a pen and reverse all of his executive orders from the first 48 hours he was president and, and, and put back Remain in Mexico and all these old policies that worked, uh, but instead, they're they're going to blame you for being you're you're not bipartisan. You're not being like like that. Say end unto, unto itself or something. And I mean, uh, just because you're for a bad bill doesn't make you uh, bipartisan. It just makes you kind of stupid and, and a bit of a dupe. And so they 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 uh, they they brought out uh, Scarborough on on stage uh, MSNBC this morning. As it says in its subhead, the Senate bill has reforms. Trump never. Came close to passing. Mr. Yeah. Build that wall. Yeah. Mr. Put children in cages. Mr. I'm... Which, by the way, was from the Obama administration because a federal judge said you have to separate... You can't put kids with uh, adults. But they, they, they blamed it on Trump because of the picture of AOC crying outside the fence. The toughest. So anyway, they, they, uh, then it, it winds up with when, when he finally, he's a very long-winded guy. He When it boils down to what, what does he believe, basically, if you don't like this bill, you love Putin, the ex-KGB agent. But that's just the way it is. So you're right. Mike Johnson has voted pro-Putin on every single Ukraine aid bill. So you may bring up a good, I mean, this, you, you may, I hate to think it, but maybe you're right. Yeah. Maybe maybe there's more to it than just the border. So you heard him right. The Speaker of the House, Mike Johnson, is a KGB asset. I mean that that's that's the most naked political maneuvering that 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 you can see. And and that's you know like I say, <clears throat> apparently the leaks were accurate, and that's what Lankford didn't like because uh, there is a five thousand daily average thing that uh, that. Uh, uh, that invokes the authorized shutdown of the border. So <clears throat> it, it's gonna cause a daily foot race. Um, and and if and 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 what is the uh, ultimate net effect? Well, to reduce it from like three hundred thousand or two hundred thousand month in December uh, to a hundred and fifty thousand illegal alien uh, a, a month. Um, so anyway, if if, if you want to find you know, like a real solution, when people say fix our fix our immigration system, well enforce the law. How about that? But you have a guy who's uh, Secretary of Homeland Security who's going out of his way to not enforce the law and then lie about it. And I mean um th- th- what what clearly is happening is that um this is killing Biden this is absolutely. This issue won't go away, and now they're trying to change the issue to well, Republicans have the best bill they're going to get. They keep saying the best bill, but they're not pointing out, uh, you know, what, what a lie that is. So I'd like to go
1: for immediate. Yesterday
0: on Bon Gino's show, uh, Trump made this announcement. I'd like to go for immediately debates. I'd like to debate them now because we should debate. We should debate for the good of the country. So I will officially on your show. Um, and then he went on to say, challenge him to a debate. Then when, when asked about this an hour later, Bi- Biden mumbled something, and he had like a boba tea in his hand or something. Mr. Mr. President, Holmberg. Donald Trump's ready to debate you right now. Do you accept? <laughs> <laughs> he laughed, but he didn't hear the question. Uh, <laughs> he went to debate
1: you immediately, Immediately? Yes. Will you debate him?
0: i want to debate me, too. You got nothing else to do. I didn't get it either. Uh, so anyway, back in a second. Um, yeah, a local parent is suing Amazon because Amazon overnighted a suicide kit. I'd never heard of this, and we'll uh, tell you about it here in just a second. And, um, yeah, um, Seattle thinks they're helping the DoorDash driver. Turns out they're helping him find new work. Um, that and more next hour. Hour number two, Barnes show, back in a second, AM 770 KTTH.